mindfulness mode. Don't keep thinking about what you can do. You have to act. Hey, welcome to Mindfulness Mode once again, and today I'm here with a remarkable person who has turned his life around after struggling with addiction. And we all know that that's one of the things that is the toughest, is, you know, to beat an addiction. And he found a program by Wes Watson that transformed everything for him. And he focused on nutrition and training, and he completely changed his mindset. And now he wants to inspire others to make meaningful changes in their lives. He's just so passionate about fitness, and he believes that discipline starts with taking care of yourself first. And it definitely does. I agree with that. And uh, not only is this guy awesome, but he has an awesome name. And his name is Bruce. I'm here today, Mindful Tribe, with Bruce Hitchcock. Hey, Bruce, are you in mindfulness mode today? Absolutely. Every day. That's fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your story. I'm really looking forward to it. But first, Bruce, what does mindfulness mean to you? Mindfulness, to me is living with purpose, doing things with purpose over pleasure. Because I lived so long with zero purpose and I was just floating along through life and I was just totally lost. And this program's taught me that that pleasure seeking lifestyle is not the way to go. You need to, well, for me, I needed to find my purpose and I needed to share that with others because that's what helped heal me. So being mindful of every decision that you make throughout your day, whether it's purpose over pleasure, is this going to help me progress or is this going to help me or is this going to, you know, not help me progress? Yeah. Well, awesome on you that you were able to do this, to convert into this life that you're living now where you're you're really progressing, you're really improving yourself all the time. But tell us, who is this Wes Watson? I haven't heard of him before. Oh, he's he's grown in popularity. He's all over YouTube, he's all over Instagram. So a little bit of his backstory real quick is he ended up getting in trouble, did 10 years in the penitentiary, and he started building himself in the penitentiary, started becoming very disciplined, um, changing his mindset through discipline, through discipline builds confidence, doing the same things over and over every day that you don't want to do. But you know that the end result, it's going to equal success. So yeah, so he, he ended up getting out about five and a half years ago. Now he started a mindset training nutrition program. He built that up. And then now he's got he's got all sorts of avenues. But uh, that's how he really got started. Well, let's talk about you. How do you feel when you go to the gym and you do a workout? Tell us what that feels like. So one of the main eye-openers that he's talked about was free, the frequency chart, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're in a low frequency, one of the easiest ways to get out of that is to get into peak performance, peak, mm -hmm. peak physical performance. So do, do some sort of a workout, um, whether it's burpees, even going for a walk with the dogs, getting outside, yeah. getting in nature, just change it up. You got to move your body, get the blood oxidation level up because once that, once you raise your heartbeat, your blood oxidation level goes up, 
your mood improves. If you get a good workout in, I've never heard anybody getting a really good workout in and leaving the gym being like, yeah, you know what? I'm in a really bad mood right now. Yeah. So I use it as a tool. So in the mornings, I wake up, same routine every morning. I wake up at three o'clock, take a shower, nice cold shower, come down, hit the burpees, get the blood oxidation level up. Breathing real hard after that, it sets me, sets me up for success for the rest of the day. You just stack wins, stack wins, stack wins. Eat the right macronutrients. Everything's weighed out, measured. It's not a guessing game. You know all your numbers. You know what your goals are, and you're going to achieve those goals. Everything's a system. Very highly successful people all operate by systems. So if you're going to be successful, why not incorporate that into the way you eat? Because it's not only the way you eat. It builds your confidence. It's not just achieving a physique that you want. It's building confidence, knowing that you're doing this with a purpose. Purpose over pleasure. You're not just sitting there playing guessing games, eating all this food. It's all measured out. It's all it's all a numbers game. Life is a numbers game, and even down to your food. Yeah, well, way to go for getting up at 3 a.m. You get up every morning at 3 a.m.? 3 a.m., yeah. Wow, that's so, amazing. A little backstory. Struggled with addiction, struggled with opiates, painkillers. Yeah. Went to rehab, and... One of the women I was working with in there in rehab, I said, listen, when I get out of here, I'm going to start waking up at 3 a.m. I think I even said 3 a.m. I said early, but I think I did say 3 a.m. Yeah. And uh, so it didn't happen overnight. What happened was I, I you know, I went from 4.30 to 4 and I stuck around 4 and I, and I kept missing. And we hadn't moved to this house yet. We were still in uh, a different town. Mm-hmm. And I kept missing. And when we, I think it was when we moved here, I, I got sick of missing. And I was like, enough is enough. Now, every morning I wake up at three o'clock. Wow. And then uh, do you have a day job you go to? Yep. I'm a welder pipe fitter. Oh, cool. So how, uh, what, like what time do you have to leave to go to your job? So depending on what job site I'm on, um, I was working an hour away. So usually five, we would start at six. I would usually leave between 4.45, 5 o'clock, something like that. Right. And so I would just do my body weight workout in the morning and then come home and then go to the gym after work. Now I'm working a little bit closer. I can do the gym before work, which I did today. So, you know, I could make it here. But yeah, I mean, it's become an obsession. It's yeah. become a healthy obsession. Right. Way to go. So tell me about nutrition. So how do you, how do you feed your body? So it's all about eating clean. There's a lot, a lot of people, we're all busy, right? A lot of people eat on the go. They don't even realize what they're putting in their body. They don't realize the seed oils, the sugars, the this, the that. It all, may, it all has an impact on the way you feel and especially the way you feel mentally. Yeah. So I just try to eat as clean as possible. Now, maybe I'm not perfect 100% of the time, but mm. is anybody? Is anybody. But, uh, that's right. Because seed oils are in almost everything. So you everything. name two of the right. big things, seed oils and sugars. And so that means you must eat a lot of what? Raw veggies and stuff like that? I eat, um, so I'll eat egg whites, regular eggs, meat, a lot of eggs and meat. Mm -hmm. Yogurt, berries, vegetables, like you stated. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I just try to keep it super clean. Rice cakes, stuff like that. Easy. The mm -hmm. easier, the better. 
I don't need a five course meal because this is this is what I need to prepare every day. So if, right. if it's just some meat and seven rice cakes, that that's nice and easy. Yeah, that's fantastic. And are there any things that you snack on? Do you snack on seeds or nuts or anything like that? Um, as far as snacking, I'll do maybe like an apple or something like that. Right. Um, but, or some beef jerky. Yeah. How has your body changed since you started this routine? Oh, wow. I went from 230 pounds to the leanest I got was 164. Oh, whoa. That's a big difference. And what are you yeah. now? Right now I'm about 173, 174. Yeah, because you got a lot of muscle now, right? So your weight has probably gone up because of that. Am I right? Yeah. So what I'm what I'm doing is you drop all the fat, right? Yeah. Eating a caloric deficit for mm -hmm. a, an extended period of time, still work out. Then what you do is you start reverse dieting. You start adding calories back in slowly. Okay. So then you put lean muscle mass on rather than putting the fat back on. You put a little, tiny little bit of fat back on, but but that not too much territory comes with the territory of trying to put weight weight on you know yeah for sure yeah very interesting and so what do you do to feed your mind so every morning i wake up i like i said i i do that workout routine then i come in and i read a little bit of adam marcus aurelius's meditations oh, i cool. usually read I don't, I don't go crazy reading and reading and reading all morning, but I'll read a page or two yeah. just to kind of see which quote I like the best. Then I'll post that on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I post about my the macronutrients. I post about my workouts on Instagram, um, the way this program's changed my life. And Yeah, your you know, Instagram is your main way you get your voice out there to the world, isn't it? Tell us how to, how to find you on Instagram. Yeah, so at fortitude.fit with two T's. Find me on Instagram. Fortitude.fit, dot F-I-T-T. -T. Yeah, it was easy to find you. Yeah, I found you on there right away. Excellent. Yeah, so what have you put on Instagram that's gotten the biggest responses? Um, honestly, things that deal with family. Okay. My brother, my brother and I, things that deal with family, me and my wife. Mm -hmm. um the dogs people people like the relationship side of things because it's real you know everybody there's yeah. there's a million influencers that are fitness influencers out there but people want to see the real deal they want to see yeah. behind the scenes they want to see how you're living they want to see interactions with your wife they want to see how your relationships have improved over time since you know pre-addiction or in addiction and then post-addiction me and my brother didn't really spend too much time because he kind of was like enough dude and uh now we get together all the time we just had dinner over there this past weekend or two weekends ago we get together we work out once a week because he travels for work i used to work at that company but i no longer work at that company i work at a different company mm -hmm. so he travels we get together every sunday and we go to the gym so everything is just it's falling into place Oh, that's it's crazy really cool. when you do it's crazy when you start doing the right things consistently it's crazy how everything starts falling into place but right. when you're living a, a, a havoc lifestyle and you're just lying to everybody and create the craziness not not a lot of good comes around 
Well, when you think back, Bruce, what do you think it was that caused you to make that change? Because, I mean, it's easy to think about it and, you know, you need to make a change, but actually doing it, that's that's the thing. Well, it, it was weighing on my conscience for for years. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it. And eventually it just got so out of control. It was either I was going to be dead, mm-hmm. I was going to be completely broke, and probably on the street yeah or door number three time to lace up the boots get your shit together and and uh fix yourself and find a way to heal yourself yeah so you did do that that's that's absolutely inspiring that you did that so tell me about the role your dogs play in your life what kind of dogs do you have and how do they help you with things i have two female pit bulls they're the most loving dogs in the world I, I love those they're they're great they're sitting behind me right now but oh um, yeah they're easy to train aren't they yeah they are and they're they're both very well behaved and um i just i look forward to seeing them every day one of them's 10 and one of them's about a year and a half and the year and a half she gets all excited when i come home the 10 year old just kind of chilling she's yeah. doing her own thing but little phoenix she just she watches me, waits for me in the window, and then runs over to the door when I come inside. It just, it makes our day when we get home to that. I guess. Yeah, Phoenix, and what's the other one's name? Stella. Stella is the 10-year-old? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I love dogs. Well, that's awesome that you've got your dogs to help you through all this, and, and you're just sticking with it. So how long has it been since you've been on this routine? Since I've been on this routine... Um, well, I started this fitness journey last August, I believe. And through that time, it's progressed. And I've kind of honed in my routine. So now I found something that works for me day in and day out. And it took a little bit of adjusting and figuring out what works. And, you know, I finally got my wake up time down. And now I got what works for me and I stick to it. And so I assume you get pretty good support from your partner. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. She's, she was, yeah, I broke her the news about, you know, everything that was going on with me because she didn't really know what was going on with me. And she was on the phone that next, that was a Saturday. She was on the phone Monday. She got me lined up to go away and get me taken care of and, and what she do you mean by that? Go away and get you taken care of. So I, I ended up going to detox for nine days. Oh, okay. And then from detox, I went away to rehab in Kent, Connecticut at High Watch. Okay. For, I went there for 62 days. It's a 21-day program. They just say that. They'll tell you that just to get you in the door, but then they want you to stay as long as possible. And mm. I would agree with them because at 21 days, if I wasn't ready to leave. Yeah. So I stayed as long as I possibly could. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it was the best thing I could have done. So do you have a strategy to stay away from anything addictive? Um, yeah, this program, this program is my answer because I've gone to AA meetings, I've gone to NA meetings and it's just, I don't know, something wasn't jiving with me. Yeah. Then then my brother sent me West. He's like, check this guy out. I think you'll really like him. Mm -hmm. Checked him out. And I was like, where has he been? And uh, there's a lot of us that need somebody like that. And then he 
his program helped keep me straight. And I almost slipped up one time, but there was there. So can I tell you the story? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up calling my drug dealer, the guy that was my drug dealer or, or I didn't even call him. Sorry. I drove there because uh, uh -huh. he has a place of business. So I drove there and I ended up getting him on the phone. Long story short, I got him on the phone. He said, wait right there. So he drives up and he goes, what are you doing here? I said, you know what I'm doing here. And he goes, yeah, all right, I got to talk to you. And then he he goes on and starts telling me how he went to rehab and he's been clean this whole time and blah, blah, blah. And we were talking and he's like, you know, half of me wants to sell him to you. Half of me doesn't. And we kept talking. And at the end, he's like, so what do you want? And I was like, I don't think I want anything now. He's like, yeah, why don't you go home and really think that one over? Awesome. And when I left there, I had like this crazy feeling throughout my body. Like if that's not the universe telling me, yeah. slapping me upside the head, like what are you doing? Everything's going well. Like what, what's, what, what are you thinking? Ever since that day, it's like something has been flipped. And yeah. I haven't even thought about it. I haven't even craved anything, nothing. Wow, Bruce, that's just, amazing. What a powerful story. Yeah, I just stick to the program and I try it. This is what helped heal me. And now I want to help heal others. I want to share it with the world. Oh, wow. That is that is really Im impressive. I'd like to talk to you about your body art. You've got some pretty impressive body art going on there. Has that been something that you started a long time ago or is it more recent? Uh, I, I started this... Uh, Quite a while ago, but some of these are recent. This one's recent, and then uh -huh. I got some of this stuff done recently, like my hand and stuff. But yeah, yeah, we have we have a lot of room to go. So yeah, so tell me what it means to you. Does it does it feed you and get you revved up when you when you're looking forward to getting a new piece of body art? Oh yeah, I tell I tell my tattoo artist, I'm like, it's like Christmas morning every time I come here. I'm all giddy like a little kid. Yeah, he starts laughing. He's like, yeah, a lot of people get like that. Oh, that's cool. What's the what's the most recent one you had done? This one. That one right there. Yeah, the okay. silverback. Okay. All right. Yep. Very interesting. Well, I always ask a question about bullying because I've worked in the field of bullying prevention for a long time. And I like to talk to people about how that is maybe a story about how maybe mindfulness would have helped them through that. Do you have a story about bullying that you can share? A story about bullying. Um, Were you ever a bully I mean, or did you get I, I bullied? Always, I always couldn't stand bullies. And yeah. I'm not just saying that because I'm on the podcast. I through and through, I can't stand when somebody's picking on somebody that's weaker. Yeah. Just because it makes that, I don't know if it makes them feel better. I don't know how it makes them feel. And yeah. you got to, you know, listen, everybody always has something going on. Everybody's got a story. So that kid's doing that for a reason too. Yeah, that's right. So there's two ends of the spectrum. But I never liked seeing that. And yeah. uh, I was always scrawnier, but I always kind of held my own. So okay. I didn't, I mean, I'm sure there's been times where somebody's done something, but I never really struggled with being bullied yeah. to that effect. You know what I mean? I think it was just more, we hazed each other in like wrestling and, sure. uh, and, and lacrosse, but it was never like, you know, coming down on me type thing. Okay, so you played lacrosse. Cool. 
Yep, played lacrosse. I wrestled for a year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but, so uh, tell me about the wrestling. Uh, what did that do to you? Like, what did that do for you? And how did that feed you and everything? See, I think that I know that planted a, a seed of discipline that's yeah. been there since then. Because our coach was a maniac. Coach oh, Bouye. Yeah. Coach Bouye from Amity. And uh, yeah, so that always stuck with me. That work ethic, that discipline, that always stuck with me. I think I was just a little too young to really fully embrace it. I don't, I, maybe I wasn't ready for it yet. I don't mm-hmm. know. But that came to play a factor, you know, after getting sober. And I knew, I'm like, because I always told myself, I'm like, I want to start working out again. I want to start working out again. But until you get rid of all the vices, the working out for me just wasn't going to happen. Right. It wasn't going to happen. So when I started working out, I would start thinking about Bouye. I would start thinking about these different things from my past. My dad, my dad has always been a weightlifter. He always had these big guys around all tatted up. Maybe that's kind of why I like the look. Yeah. And because uh, I was around that as a kid. So, so yeah, I mean. So tell me where you got the name Fortitude Fitness. I mean, those are two great words that you put together. Did you come up with that? I did. I did. Just building the for- the mental fortitude day in and day out, I think, really helps build your character, helps build your confidence, makes you a man of your word. You want to be, I, I want to, I want to help people aspire to be the men that they've always needed mm-hmm. and become the man that they know they should be. So building that mental fortitude is going to help you achieve that. Yeah, for sure. So have you uh, had people reach out to you through your Instagram that you know you've been able to uh, motivate? Oh, absolutely. There's um, one of my clients is, I believe he's 65, and him and his wife always message me. She just messaged me before, before I hopped on here, and she's like, don't you stop. We'll we'll come hunt you down, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, they love it. But a lot of people have reached out. Actually, unfortunately, somebody that I grew up with kind of got closer with after high school. He passed away from an overdose. Oh, and geez. I went. Sorry to, the, to hear that. Thank you. My wife and I went to the funeral, and when we went there, everybody was coming up to me like, "We see your videos. Keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. Keep it going. We're all watching." And I was surprised at how many people said that. I was like, "Wow, that like really." that really hit home for me. So that was cool. You're making more of an impact than you even realize. Something that was kind of gut wrenching was my buddy's girl. She was like, yeah, he was just talking about you watching your videos. He was going to call you. I'm like, Oh, I wish he called me, but you can't, you can't live in my wishes. And you know, you can't live in the past. It, it, what happened has happened. The more people that I can help now, hope, hopefully prevent overdoses like that happening again. I mean, that's all I can do is just try to spread the message. Yeah, totally. Well, as we move forward in the interview, Bruce, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this. Who's one person, I'm guessing it, maybe it's Wes, but maybe it isn't. One person who has been a really powerful mindfulness influence for you. Maybe uh, I'll go with Zach Wild. Oh, 
he's a uh, he's a guitar player. Okay. But he's always been somebody that I looked up to. One of his mottos is strength, determination, merciless forever. And uh, he actually played for Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now he's got his own thing going on. But uh that's this that's this right here. That's oh. that's one of Zach's albums. Your one but, tattoo, um, okay. Yep. But uh he's always been a big guy weightlifter. I've always looked up to big weightlifters because, you know, yeah. my, my old man was like that, his friends were like that. So I've always kind of and that's always been there. It's just I never put the work forth. You know, I right. never got myself right. To, in order to do so. So now I finally got myself right and that's what I intend to do. That's fantastic. My, my second question is about your emotions. Tell me how you're able to deal differently with your emotions because of mindfulness. So before I was a, an emotional wreck, now I was all over the place before and that's due to the drugs. Now I embrace whatever emotion I'm feeling and you can't push you can't push things away you you need to fully embrace them i think that's what makes a, a a solid man is being able to you know control your temper but also yeah. when you when you got to cry you you let it out you, yeah. you you cry you know you embrace it you can't yeah, hide sure. you can't hide emotions you can't suppress them because that only that only leads to problems down the road figured yeah. that out the hard way yep yeah. Let's talk about breathing. Do you have any thoughts about breathing or any special techniques that you do or anything like that that, can, that help you? It's funny that you mentioned that. Um, I did just see this breathing technique because breathing techniques are very powerful. Yeah. They can, they can really elevate you. And um, I don't remember exactly the pattern of breath. I think it's just a bunch of deep breaths in and out, in and out for about 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And that is deep breath like that will change your mood. That also will change your frequency. I prefer um, working out. That'll get you breathing heavy too, but I like to get the body active. But I have been trying to incorporate some breath work here and there, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Are there any books that you would recommend at all that can help people with this kind of thing? So right now, like I had mentioned before, I'm reading Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Right, you mentioned that, yeah. The Stoics. The Stoics had it figured out. Yeah. But uh, So that's one of them right now. Um, I can't yeah. think of any other. That's okay. Right? I'll put that in our show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. So thanks, Bruce, for that. Any apps that help you at all? I don't use any apps, okay. not, not, not as of right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you really do have a remarkable story and it's so inspirational to see you and to hear you and to talk to you and hear your story. Do you have any final words of advice before we wrap up the interview today, Bruce? So if anybody's out there struggling, don't keep putting it off. Do what you need to do today. To go get help if 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 you're in the, that bad of a place go get help today start changing your life today if you don't need help with vices and you just need to kind of tighten your life up and start living a, a fresh lifestyle check me out at fortitude fitness or fortitude.fit on instagram but uh yeah i recommend don't keep thinking about what you can do you have to act life is too short 
Life totally is too short is. to keep putting it off to tomorrow. Get after it today. Yeah, totally is. Totally is. Bruce, thanks so much for doing what you do to inspire others. And thanks for being on the show Mindfulness Mode. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Bye now. Take care. Hey, Mindful Tribe, take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode. 